You're listening to the Pizza Marketplace Podcast. For more than 20 years, PizzaMarketplace.com has been the go-to source of industry news and info for thousands of pizza reader operators. Pizza Marketplace delivers the information restaurant owners and executives need to understand important industry trends and ultimately run a more successful pizza business. Subscribe today at PizzaMarketplace.com slash subscribe. Welcome to the Pizza Marketplace podcast, where we teach you to look at pizza from a different point of view. I'm Andy Detweiler, editor of Pizza Marketplace. Today, we're talking with Scott Wiener, who holds the Guinness World Records title for the world's largest pizza box collection. He has over 1,800 boxes from more than 120 countries, including boxes from all seven continents. Scott, thanks for being with us today. Andy, it is a true thrill. Now, I know you have the largest pizza box collection because I was there. I actually officiated the Guinness record. Um, I had to sit down and count every single box at least four times. It was it was so fun to see all the different boxes from around the world. How did your fascination with pizza boxes begin and what inspired you to start collecting them? Well, it all started when I saw a pizza box in Israel. Uh, like a pizza, like I was at this pizzeria where on the wall they had three boxes on the wall, and the idea of the boxes was to show you the sizes of their pizzas. But the boxes being put up on the wall to me, like they looked like art. They were like I remember they were like full color. They were like yellow background, blue writing. Uh, I, it must have been three or four colors on the box. And I grew up with white boxes, the flimsy cardboard, and like that smudgy red printing. So when I saw these yellow and blue pizza boxes in Israel in 2007, it just blew my mind. So when I came back to New Jersey, where I was living at the time, I started noticing pizza boxes. And the first one that I saved was this one that was a Roma Foods box. So it's a distributor box. Uh, So in other words, you know, it's a stock box that the distributor has. So if your pizzeria calls up and says, we want five cases of generic boxes because they're cheaper Then you get these. If your distributor is Roma, Roma foods. So I remember I got this box that was Roma foods tour of Italy volume two. That's what it said on the box. And it was a picture of the Ponte Vecchio in Florence. And it said limited edition on the side. And I thought this is volume two of a limited edition pizza box series. I have to collect it because clearly other people will also. And I was wrong about anybody else caring about it, but but that one box sparked my fire for collecting. With such a vast collection, um, how do you organize your boxes? I know you can't display that many. Um, in in are you in an apartment or a house now? Uh, so I live in an apartment, and okay. I recently moved the box collection into a storage unit that I'm actually visiting in about an hour and a half from right now. Like I I go there once a week, and I do some organizational work. So your question is really a timely question for me because in moving the collection from my, my essentially a closet into a storage unit, I'm redoing how it's organized. So currently I have them grouped by size. So all the 24 inch boxes are together, all the 10 inch boxes are together, et cetera, because this way they all fit on the same size shelf. So I can make better use of space if I group them according to size and not according to country of origin or color or motif or whatever. Once they're stored on the shelves, we're in the process of moving them into archival boxes, which 
is a hold process. They're going to sit in these archival boxes. And so each box, let's say I've got one on my desk right now. I have this pizza box from a place called Amici's Pizza. And I know that this is going to be stored in the 10-inch box category. It's going to be in one of these archival boxes. Let's call it box 51. And um, when I log this into a spreadsheet, it's going to say, it's going to have a letter prefix, which corresponds to the size of the box. So let's say that that's B. And then it's going to have a unique number. Let's say it's 1024. So this becomes B-1024, and it's going to be stored in box number 52. And um, this way I can always reference it. In the spreadsheet, it's also going to have information about, oh, there's yellow on the box. There's a picture of a pizza. You know, it's going to have like like tags, like, like uh, keywords, so that I can search it later. Tell me about some of the more unique and rare boxes in your collection. Some of the rare ones are, it's it's the older boxes are the most rare because pizza boxes are designed to be thrown out or recycled. They're ephemeral. They're not for this earth for very long. So when I have a 1992 Pizza Hut, um, a, a Pizza Hut pan pizza box from when they did a partnership with the, the Rocketeer when that movie came out, that's an old box. Then I have some 1999 Pizza Hut when they did a, a uh, promotion for the Star Wars Episode One movie that came out that year. Some right. of those are cool. Like really those older ones that are, uh, the, are the most rare. And What's it's your... hard to find them. Right, right. Where Well, where do you source them from? From a few places. It's funny. I remember like, when you came over to count those boxes, it was such a fever. I remember it was, we had like limited amount of time but I remember you kept pulling boxes out and you said, Scott, what's this? And I remember we had to keep, I was like, oh, let me tell you everything about that. I know where each box came from. A lot of them are from people who come to pizza tours in New York. They'll bring a pizza box with them if they take my tour. And so I'll show up in the morning and I'll see 10 people waiting for the tour and two of them have bags of pizza boxes. Sometimes pizzerias will ship them to me. Sometimes pizza box manufacturers will ship them to me or I'll go to trade shows. And when the show is over, I can go and choose from all the sample pizza boxes that that company brought and take back whatever I need. That's brilliant. That's a great idea. Um, What's going to be your favorite boxes? I love pizza boxes from Italy, especially Southern Italy. There's this, they don't treat them like packaging. They treat them like artwork. And so it'll be a full color image of a scene of uh, a fisherman, you know, at the Bay of Naples holding up some fish. It has nothing to do with pizza. It has not, it's not advertising anything. You only see the name of the distributor or the manufacturer, maybe on the back of the box, but they're really pieces of art in a way that American boxes just aren't. With American boxes, we like to use all of the space on the box for promotion. So we're always looking for, oh, can I put a coupon? Can I put my Instagram handle? And those Southern Italian boxes are the opposite. How do you, have you ever encountered a pizza box design that has completely impressed you or surprised you? Um, and, and tell us a little bit about that one. This happens all the time. Recently, it happened to me in Toronto. I forget the name of this pizzeria, but the box is it's probably a bleached white paper box, but the printing is all pink. It's one color. It's just pink. There's no words on it. And it's just this image of like lips. But when you see those boxes stacked, 
it, it looks beautiful. It's just this re repeating kind of pink and white lines image. And then the one box itself is very striking. So even though it doesn't say words on it, it's so beautifully branded. Anybody who knows that brand will know who's who ate that pizza based on the recycling box out front. Sure. In your opinion, what makes a pizza box design stand out as a work of art? What What makes a good pizza box design? The best designs are the ones that don't look like they're trying to advertise to you. Like they always say about design, the best design is design that that you don't notice. So you notice bad design on a pizza box and that's kind of funny. But really good design is where the image is seamlessly incorporated into the phone number or the website or whatever, that there's no distinction. I, I think the more boring boxes are the ones that have logo, phone number, website, email, like it feels like a letterhead. And I think a pizza box shouldn't be designed like a letterhead. It, it, I think it's most effective when it's designed to stick with you. What role do cultural and artistic influences play in the world of pizza box designs? And how do these factors contribute to the diversity of your collection? I think the coolest thing about the collection is when you look at a box from Kazakhstan, its design is different from a box from Melbourne, Australia. And that's because those boxes are, they're all local. If it's a custom box or even most stock boxes are manufactured relatively locally. So the design elements are influenced by local design aesthetics. So I love when you can look at something and say, oh, wow, this is a, uh, the box design in South Africa has distinct differences from the box design in New York City, just because the consumer is looking at things differently or or the artists are from a different perspective. Although right. nowadays, since pizza box design is getting more artistic, I'm seeing more pizzerias are ignoring the whole marketing aspect of the box and just using it as a, uh, I don't want to separate those two things. I Although I do, I feel like they're using it for branding but not for marketing, if you know what I mean. Right. They're reinforcing their brand without selling their product directly. Are there any pizza box designs that you find particularly clever or funny in your collection? I mean, one of my, my favorite genre of pizza box design are the stock boxes that are trademark infringement. Like there's a okay. lot of these boxes coming out of coming out of Italy, actually, where it'll be an image of a let's Scooby-Doo but it's clearly not Scooby-Doo. It okay. looks a lot like Scooby-Doo, right. but it's not. But in terms of intentional, clever designs, there's a box that this pizzeria stopped using it and I'm really upset and they, I've, I've issued my complaint with them, but they had a map drawn on the box that shows you that where they're located. But the map is like this just beautiful piece of art. It doesn't look like it's a Google map printed on the box. And that map is the imagery of the box. So I just, I love it. There's information, but it's expressed in a, in a way that's more interesting than just block letters. Here's our phone number. How has your passion for pizza box collecting influenced your appreciation for pizza as a culinary art form? I know that you, um, you offer tours in New York of, of pizza places up there and, and, pizza to you is an, is an art form. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? There's a direct conflict for me regarding pizza as an art form and pizza boxes, because 
we all know that pizza boxes are not great for pizza besides the aspect of delivering them from point A to point B. They're not great at delivering a good pizza. So I tend to not eat delivered pizza very often or ever really. Right. Part of that is because I I'm in pizzerias every day for tours, but another part of it is that I know that it's, it's detrimental to the quality of the pizza. So what I do think is great is when pizzerias use that box as a way to, to reinforce their brand with the consumer, knowing that it's packaging that's not designed to influence the purchase. It's designed to influence the memory. So when you buy a, when you pick up a pizza as a customer, the box is handed to you with a pizza in it. You didn't buy the pizza because of the box. So the box's job is not to sell you the pizza. It's to remind you about this pizza that you had. So when it's sitting you know, in your garage on your recycling pile for five days, that when you see it, it reinforces the purchase you've already made. Sure. So pizza boxes in general have gotten more complex and, and more beautiful, prettier. What do pizzerias do wrong with their pizza boxes? I think there's a couple things that pizzerias always make this mistake doing. One of them is when they design the box, sometimes they design it without realizing where the vents are located or where the flaps are located. So I'll see a phone number that gets interrupted by a vent. And I'll say, oh, I don't know. What is that a three or an eight? I can't tell because there's a vent right in the middle of that number. Smart, yeah. Or, or I'll see overcrowding of the design. They want to fit every bit of information. They want to fit a giant picture of their staff. They want to put a QR code. They want to put a... I just see a lot of overkill. And probably the biggest mistake that I see happening is pizzerias who want to customize their box, but don't want to pay for customization or don't want the corporate look of a customized box, they'll buy generic pizza boxes, boxes, and they'll fold them inside out so that the interior, which is blank, they can put an ink stamp on it or, or something like that. It looks a little bit more organic and more natural, but I see a lot of this uh, uh, artisanal pizza shops doing inside out pizza boxes which if you know anything about how the box is originally created, they are scored according to where the folds should be. And those folds are unidirectional. So if you fold the pizza box the way that they're not supposed to be folded, they bulge and they don't trap enough steam. And it's, or rather I should say they don't trap enough heat. Uh, it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like a sturdy box. I see that all the time on Instagram. And I really want to, challenge the person, but I don't want to be, um, you know, like right. an annoying online commenter. Sure. As someone with the Guinness world record for the largest pizza box collection, what advice do you have for aspiring collectors or individuals interested in exploring unique and unconventional hobbies? Having already done this. It is. I'll tell you this, make sure you have enough storage space. That's number one. Number two, if you collect something like pizza boxes, you have to make sure that the ones that have been used, of which in my collection, are there are very few. Mandy can attest to that. Yes. The ones that have been used, you have to be very careful about how you you have to clean them. Because I lived with my box collection for 14 years and we never had an infestation. <laughs> I know what people are thinking when they, 
when they hear about this collection, all they can think about is there's an infestation in this guy's house. He is a hoarder. I can swear to you, it's not the case. No, it's so, not. <laughs> so make sure you have room, make sure you're really good at being clean. And organization is huge. I wish I had been more organized early on, but early on I had no idea how far I would take the collection. So now almost 1900 boxes in, I'm considering a reorganization of the collection and reworking some of how the, the pieces are stored. Uh, and part of that is because now I have some space renting out a storage unit, but um, you know that brings with it another issue, which is if you have to rent a storage unit, now this collection costs you money. Right. And now you have to figure out what, how far do you take it? What's the expense worth? For me, it's really, it's special collection and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a larger thing to collect than I think is safe to collect. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Right. Uh, if I collected, like I, uh, collectors all know each other. We all talk. And I met somebody who collects banana labels, the little sticker on the bananas. Okay. Yeah. And they have <laughs> like, like 400,000 or they have some crazy number and they're all unique from all over the world, but those fit into a book. Right. And you could put the book, it's like a photo album. They can have thousands. My thousands of pizza boxes takes up a, a storage facility. Sure. It's, it's not It's not a great idea. So my message to anybody who wants to get into collecting pizza boxes, just take a deep breath, understand what you're getting into and reach out to me because I have never met anybody who collects pizza boxes beyond like two dozen. And I crave the conversation with another collector. <laughs> sure. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. That's all our questions. I appreciate your time. Uh, I love talking pizza boxes. Thanks again for having me. That'll do it for this episode of the Pizza Market Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. For more than 20 years, PizzaMarketplace.com has been the go-to source of industry news and info for thousands of pizza reader operators. Pizza Marketplace delivers the information restaurant owners and executives need to understand important industry trends and ultimately run a more successful pizza business. Subscribe today at PizzaMarketplace.com slash subscribe.